living in LA. Kathy Bates busting kneecaps with a sledge. That's my misery reference. Wait, are those muffins sitting on the ledge? That new neighbor needs to trim his hedge. This old football is vintage. <laughs> That's a stretch. I that get was kind of gangster sounding, though, huh? You're listening to Living on the Ledge on the Giggles Live Radio Network with your amazing host, as always, DMV Mike here, the foot of the Oxnard Tower, the tall erect one. Yes, uh, with the magic mirror. Of, <coughs> oh my goodness! Um, oh my goodness! They must have put bones in that beer. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, we're enjoying some fresh refreshments on our, before we get on. It's always good to um, to get a little buzzed before we go up on the lift because it shakes so much and the the harnesses are kind of worn and it's it's a little bit of a scary yeah. ride. So you want to talk about that a little bit of how you want to work on your you know not not being too scared because you had to work on fear because you had a deathly fear. Of oh yeah, heights. I'm 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 deathly afraid of heights. And- I remember when you were in that tree one time. It was a fig tree, so you were no more than like three feet off the ground, and you cried and cried. And it was it, so for you to be doing what you're doing now is nothing short of amazing. Yeah, it it is it's absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I couldn't climb a six foot ladder before. Yeah, I know it was terrible, but I'm glad. It's a, what a what a victory you have have, and now we're able to do what we're doing now. Yeah, my therapist says um, the focus to the work at hand, you know, so you just focus on what you're doing and you don't really um, have any fear of what's below you. If you're paying attention to what's going on in that squeegee, you have no time to be thinking about no what's going on below No time to be thinking anything you. else, yes. Yeah, that's true. Well, you ready to head up? Yeah, go ahead. All right, go ahead and hit that switch and here we go. Okay, we'll run this thing back up. I think they locked... Me at, oh no, they didn't lock me out of the keypad this time. There we go. All right. Okay, we're there. Oh my goodness, this is like a, what is this like the 18th maybe? Yeah, I think this is the 18th floor. Wow, it's nice and uh, and, the, and the it's not as windy yet. No, and, and, no, no wind. Oh, there comes that wind. I think I see the wind coming. There it is. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's windy now. <laughs> Just slightly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what these are, but we might find out later. <laughs> and, and, There's a couple of unassigned buttons, and I don't know what they are. And it looks like you got a caller on hold. It was somebody calling in for a raffle prize from last week. We 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 didn't hang up on him yet. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like we've got a caller on hold. Let's see what this is. Oh, there oh, we go. There you go. It's one of those uh, those it's, cars. So you accidentally kicked off your crescent wrench again. Yeah, it must have dropped something on that as we were going up. Now, what's the thing? Now you said that you don't. Oh no! Okay. You know what? I actually, I that's my car alarm. I hit my key fob when oh, we were going you, in oh, my pocket. Oh. <laughs> okay, so there's a, there's a weird thing that you do, and uh, it's highly criticized among maintenance people. But for some reason, you prefer to carry your tools in a paper sack rather than a metal tent, a bag or a metal you know toolbox like a normal person, and kind of. Explain why you would do that because it doesn't really make a lot of sense to the rest of us. Okay, I usually do that because for lunch I always prefer KFC and extra crispy, uh-huh. and the oil actually helps lubricate my tools after I reuse the bags. Oh wow! So that's I mean, smart. I like yes. that. And yeah, because I've thrown away those bags and just thinking I'm throwing away all this valuable oil, and I'm just throwing it in the trash. And it's just nice for keeping your tools lubricated. I explain it because it does smell like kind of like the a KFC up here a little bit. Yeah, it, yeah. it does. I mean, I save those bags for everything. Minus the biscuits. The, minus the biscuits, yeah. Unfortunate, but I bet you probably <laughs> chucked a few biscuits from here, huh? Oh yeah, they, they, they'll set up a. If, if you let them set up for a couple of days and get a rock solid, you can set off an alarm with a biscuit. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we got to try that sometime. Yeah, maybe we can do some uh, biscuit golf. Maybe take some golf clubs up here, and uh, for, we'll be like celebrating the Project Understanding Golf Classic, and we'll smack some biscuits and, right off. And the that building. is something that's coming up um, fairly soon. Here is that Project Understanding Golf Classic. Yeah, sooner than I'm ready for. Almost November 21st, which is which is exactly uh, one month away from tomorrow of this recording, uh, meaning that it's about to uh, it's going to be here before I know it. 
And we're going to be at the beautiful Satakoy Club. For more information on that, go to projectgolfclassic.com. We have a few sponsorships left. We don't have very many spots for golfers. Um, so if you want to get in, give me a holla, get in. And um, I think everybody will get a compliment, complimentary squeegee for me in their gift bag. Nice. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you better offer one. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. It'd be, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. We'll have to look and see how much one of those, because I bet you could get one of those little yeah. gimmicky ones. Yeah. We, we could get everybody a squeegee out of it. That'd be great. Yeah. They're gonna have the gift bags, by the way, provided by Ventura Hobbies. Our friend Vern over there, Ventura oh, Hobbies. Very nice. Yeah. Put together and purchased. They're really good looking, too. I got to see the preview of them today. Uh, and they're shipped tomorrow. And, and Vern's got a really nice collection of tiny trees over there. Those tiny, it's not my favorite kind of tiny tree, but he has some great <laughs> tiny trees. He has some really beautiful tiny trees. And he, he's got the, the most precision scale um, people for your train set, you know, I mean. Yeah. They, they lay perfectly across the tracks. I mean, if you want to put them. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make a dramatic scene, go over to Ventura Hobbies. He's got plenty of red paint to make the scene as real as you, as you please. <laughs> But yeah, and we've got our big giggles uh, live coming up back to Santa Paul. It's already right upon us, October 28th. And it, that's our next show coming up here um, at Giggles. And um, really um, nice lineup for that show, too. Yeah, we have the great Jay Washington coming by and uh, our friend Jen Sturger, who is uh, kind of really Giggles family. She does a lot of our shows. Yeah, she's, and, she's um, Giggles alumni. And she, yeah, and she's got about uh, four or five million more followers than all the rest of us combined. So we welcome her. And we she's actually a wonderful person and a good friend and i'm really glad to be a her friend i just hit 761 followers wow, today oh that's good though that's not bad <laughs> i like that not, not bad for a window washer yeah exactly yeah you probably get some window washing gigs out of it yeah maybe somewhere you don't have to test your uh, your fear of heights yeah maybe some that for we can keep them lower for the vertically challenged yeah yeah vertigo is a real thing people yeah. deal with it Maddie's been doing Boulder Dash, the rock climb. I got to take her tomorrow. I got to remember. I'm gonna set alarm so I remember. Uh, but that's where they climb the rocks all the way to the top. Oh, right? Okay. Um, and what she does is she gets up to the top, and it's it's pretty high up there, right? And she just kind of like leans back and looks down and talks to her friends while she's up there. Like she doesn't like go up there and be like, oh, I'm done, and come back down. She stays up there for a long time. And I'm like, it's kind of crazy because I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it now as an adult. I always wonder what's the significance of the color coding for the, like, you see yellow, blue for the handholds. Is that the level of skill that you have to have? Or? I think there are different levels of challenging, but I think it's just different paths. So, oh, okay. so that you know that you're staying on the, because, you know, you might have a lot of climbers there at the same time. You want them to be able to not go across each I other. I kind of thought it was like a karate thing. So it was kind of like a belt, you know. I mean, you achieved a certain belt status if you could do um all the blue ones or the yellow. Or You're a yellow ye yellow lanyard rock climber. Yeah. You could tell by their lanyard. <laughs> if they don't have a lanyard, then they're... Uh, have you ever watched those when they do the free climbing? Yeah. People climb the face of Half Dome free climbing, like without without any kind of apparatus. It's insane. And that, that's my biggest fear when I see my daughter climbing is my brain goes to the worst is, oh... She's going to go try to climb Half Dome without any. So whenever I talk to her about a rock climbing, I'm like really excited. I said, and I go, you know, I'm really happy for you. It's really cool. I said, but you're always going to wear a harness, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, always, even when you're an adult, right? She's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Always wear the harness. Promise me. <laughs> so I bring it up over and over again. So it's probably going to be in her head. I, I really, this harness is way too much. <laughs> but I'm really trying to drill it in her head. <laughs> yeah, I think when we... When she um, ventured up here with us, we had the harness for her when she came up here on on the ledge that one time. Yeah, she didn't need it though. No, but she yeah, we gave her the one that has over half of the harness left. Most of the harnesses are ripped about three quarters of the way through because of various falls. Yeah, yeah, but that's you know, it's kind of a badge of honor. If I mean, if you see the the shredded, yeah, frayed ends of them. Well, we've had a few people who we won't say their names, but they have a little too much to drink while they're up here because they're nervous like the rest of us. They slip and fall, and then they're hanging there, and fire department comes help us. We lower down far enough, and, you know, it stretches the lanyard out a little bit. Yeah, we've, we've had a, quite a guest list of people who have come up here. Yeah. Ventured to come up here. Yeah, many of them, uh, uh, many of them uh, fall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> many of them fall not intentionally i mean we 
Oh my goodness! Oh. Look at that! Can you oh, can you yeah. believe it? <laughs> oh, just what you wanted. Well, I mean, hopefully this too will pass. But that's kind of wasn't expecting it to just all no, of a sudden start dumping out. It's kind of getting cold a little bit. Oh, you, that, the raindrops are actually making the thing move now because uh, they're hitting the keypad. Oh my goodness! I guess. I wonder if going up is a good idea here at this point. It's a little little light yeah. flashes coming out of the clouds here. That's I don't know if that's a good thing or I'm not sure. I, I don't think I, I think this is grounded. Where I mean, if if we did get a lightning strike, we wouldn't get hurt too bad up here. Oh okay, yeah. Plus lightning strikes go all the way through you, so it's only yeah. it only really hurts like two spots, like where it goes in and where it goes out. The, the first few seconds and the rest of it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! It started it's getting louder. It's really starting to pour up here tonight. It's that this is one of those more bizarre um, yeah. episodes where a lot of weird stuff is going on. Yeah, I didn't expect it to, the rain today at all. I mean, it was, I mean, it was humid, but not anywhere looking like it was going to rain like this. Yeah, I don't know what. It, I wonder if it has anything to do with those guys dancing in the parking lot. That they normally protest the show because of the the goat. Yeah. But tonight they were, I think it was some kind of a animal sacrifice for rain. Let's just call it a, a goat misunderstanding. Yeah. They didn't understand the value of, of such a, there we go. Okay. Look at that. It's getting it's, a pass right over us. Yeah, well, it looks like it's trying to come back. That's kind of weird. Oh, you know what? I don't think that's actually rain. I think that's somebody turned a garden hose on us. Okay. Yeah, there was. There were, they do have the sprinklers that on the, it's kind of weird that they have sprinklers on top of the building. Yeah. I thought that they were for fires, but they do actually run them on a regular schedule. So whatever that's all about. <laughs> I, I think it's some kind of a hydroponic gardening facility up there, and we don't know about it. Oh, that's I like that. Maybe we can, can this thing get us all the way to the top, or we can go climb over and see what's going on. We can go up there and check it out. Let's see if we can. We should uh, see if we can go up that far. Now, the one thing we do have to avoid is they do have uh, the fully erect security team for the fully erect tower. Yeah. And uh, fully erects, they don't they don't mess around, so we kind of got to no. keep our eye out. And matter of fact, he's over there with I can see his flashlight. Yeah, he looks like he has a a flashlight pointing over in this direction. Yeah, good thing he's so far away. Yeah. Like, should we head, we should maybe get back down and we will come, we should come up, we'll plan an episode where we'll go up there and, and uh, find things up here. Yeah, it's kind of like a search. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Wow. Kinda... All right. Well, yeah, and those guys, they don't like us being here. No. Yeah, they think that if we're on the window washing equipment, we should be washing windows and it's really none of their business. And I don't see how the janitorial service can subcontract the security. I mean, it's just bizarre up here. I mean, yeah, I don't see how we're picking up a dog barking from so high. <laughs> that's the crazy part. Maybe that's one of the security dogs from inside the building. Oh, there it is. Yeah, the security guard. They got their window open. Look, the yeah. dog's got it. Look, he's so cute. He's got his head out the window. <laughs> okay, there we go. That makes sense. Yeah, they just crack their window open probably for the dog to stick his head yeah, out. Yeah, just so they can breathe. Yeah, like he does with the truck. He does that. <laughs> well, you know they do. They smoke cigars up there. Yeah. Yeah. Big cigar smokers. And they also do the thing where they bring Terry in and interrogate him for no reason every yeah, once in a while. We like that. <laughs> every once in a while, we'll sneak up to the window and listen in on that. <laughs> Terry loves to duct tape on his mouth when you pull it off really quick. <laughs> I don't know why Terry keeps coming back. <laughs> they abuse him a lot up here. <laughs> Poor Terry. <laughs> And you know what? I was going to just um, throw in a random plug here. Um, Magnavino Winery. Oh, my goodness. They're amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, you're not lying. Yeah, that was just an amazing show over there. And um, it was so funny. I walked in there, and they asked me what I wanted to drink. And I said, you know what? Do you have a beer? And they're like, no, we're a winery, you know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, I go, find me a wine that you think I might like, because I don't drink wine, you know? Find me a wine that tastes like, tastes like beer and has <laughs> the same effects as beer. And um, they found a wine for me, a white wine, which I can't remember what it was called. I apologize about that. but um, And I did drink it, and I drank it like it was a beer, and you can't drink wine like it's a beer, I mean. Nice. Wow. There because you it affects you totally different than a, a beer does. And you're saying that had nothing to do with stage fright? No, no, nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> you would have you would have chugged us other comfort if you yeah, had it in front yeah. of you at that point. <laughs> but you had a great set, and the the feedback on you was absolutely amazing. And um, everybody wants to see more of you doing stand up comedy proper. Okay. 
I, I would like to do that. Yeah. And, and that is a great venue. I'd love to do that venue again. I mean, maybe make that a regular stop for us. Yeah, we are looking to flip back, do a, a fundraising type of thing. And uh, we're going to be back there very, very soon. And we just really, really do appreciate uh, all of their hard work. Uh, Barbara, Diana, everybody. Uh, Mark the Menace coming out and supporting yeah. us. That was great. And uh, it was just a great night. Um, one of those really, truly, authentically fun nights of comedy. Yeah, it was. It was an amazing night. I mean, lots of great comics. Yeah, it really was. Everybody had good sets, and it was, it, and it had like a really good vibe to yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, it had a really good arc. the The show had a really good arc, and everybody was really happy, and it felt like the beginning of something good. And I'm I'm just disappointed I missed the taco truck because when the taco truck came in, um, it, I was thinking I was going to have to go up and do my set, so I didn't go out there and grab a taco from the taco truck. I think they came in and told everybody last call if anybody wants to grab some tacos. Oh, okay. I think uh, I think Barbara came in and told people. You know. She also grabbed a pretty good sized plate of tacos, but I don't know what she did with them. Yeah, um, no, I, I heard they were very good tacos from the taco truck. Yeah, I was the same where I didn't really want to eat something because. Tacos are amazing, and they're amazing always on the way in, not always on the way out. Yeah. The last thing you want is a taco trying to, you know, escape Alcatraz while you're on stage. Yes, halfway through your set. I mean, yeah, wants to vacate your body like an exorcism. Yeah, so it's nothing against anybody's tacos in particular. Like, I won't even eat, you know, tacos that are tried and true in my normal diet, which there are several... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I'm not eating a taco right before I go on stage. Yeah. I think I, I would have chosen that route, too. I have a feeling that that's going to be isolated and that's going to be your new commercial because I think that was probably pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about taco pooping. <laughs> taco and bowel movements. But yeah, but back to Magnavino. <laughs> I can't believe I let the the discussion of such a beautiful, classy place turn into taco <laughs> yeah. poop. Yeah. <laughs> but Magnavino Cellars, absolutely wonderful yeah. out there on Rice Road. Go give them a visit. It was a, a great time. Um, everything there is top notch, and what a great atmosphere. I I highly recommend stopping We're by. Right across the street from the fire station and then Procter and Gamble, they have a really nice location there. I mean. How cool is that with all those barrels on the wall? Yeah. And it's just a great atmosphere. And a great stage and a great sound system there. We had a fun. That was a fun show. Yeah. Yeah. So I look forward to doing another one, something with them. Yeah. And the giggles we're going to probably do. So I, I had announced that we probably were going to go dark in November. I'm going to rescind that because uh, our good friend Kat Alvarado is working on a, um, she's working on a recording and she's looking to run her longer set and so i thought um, i'm also trying to build a longer set so we're going to throw together another giggles that's pretty much going to be me and cat and oh, our, very yeah nice. and that's going to be uh, on the right after thanksgiving the day after thanksgiving okay. november 28th yeah okay nice so that should be fun and that's going to be a chance to see um the craft and where it's taking because you because you could pop in any night and see me and i'm working on i'm working towards my longer set. Well, if you see me that night, me and her each can do probably about 40 minutes. So it's going to be good. And, and that's where I would love to be someday is that 40 minutes. I mean, I, w- I would too, my friend. I was, uh, <laughs> there was a time where I was doing an hour easy breezy and uh, with the divorce and everything, I kind of uh, did what, not because of the divorce, I didn't lose it, but um, it was well before the divorce that I was not out practicing and you, you can't keep doing longer sets like that if you're not doing them no it's a craft it yeah. is a craft yeah you, you have, have to, to keep working it. it so yeah so i'm excited to get out and do it and i have been doing longer sets just like magnavino i did almost a half hour and it was uh it felt very fluid and i still had i still had well over half of my material left and i was i felt very comfortable in the moment and that's where we're going to get you, man. We okay. got to get you. We just got to get with you. It's just structure. You just got to get down with yeah, some I, of your structure. Need to, need and, some more and you structure. have to be confident that what you're saying is funny. Because you know it's funny, but you're afraid other people won't think it's funny. Yeah, that's true, too. You can't overthink. What... Here's the truth. The other, peop- the other people won't think it's funny. That's the truth. When you're in front of an audience, about half of them are going to think it's funny. That's for you. That's for me. That's for... Bill, not Bill Cosby, <laughs> Jerry. It's 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 really about fifty fifty. Like you, like so, you have to like accept. There's going to be people that m- might not think I'm that funny. You know what I mean? Like they're going to laugh and they're going to enjoy themselves, but they're not overall. They're, they're there's 
you're going for the people who like you. You're going for the people who laugh and are like, man, that was great. And once you start getting that confidence and knowing that those people are there, that's where you really start to build. And I think at the last Giggle show um, that we did do, um, I ended up bringing for the VIPs that came out there and bought VIP seats for the show. Mm -hmm. um, I was a compulsive radio contester, so I had all kinds of prizes and stuff. Uh -huh. And I got rid of three pasta machines that night. I mean, <laughs> and it was stuff that was one off of radio contesting that was in the, I call it the... Um, the cellar, basically, where I keep all the prizes and, and goodies that I've won over the years. And I'm, I'm thinking about doing that next show is just bringing out some more goods for the VIPs that come out. Is that know? why I saw you dancing in the parking lot saying, set it and forget it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. But I think one of the pasta makers I gave away had a retail value of about 100 bucks. I mean, wow. so that was nice. And, and you, believe it or not, I think um, Vern's table walked away with that one. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it one of the girls over from the... Uh, you weren't kidding. I thought you were making that up at first. No, actually. Oh, wow. So I did get rid of three three pasta That's machines. awesome. Yeah. That's so great. One was a ravioli maker. The other was just generic pasta maker. And then another one was a pasta maker. And it, it did some other, um, I think you could make um, calzones with it. It was a calzone maker, too. Really? A calzone maker? How did yeah. that not land in my car? What the heck? But I gave that all to the vips and i kept telling them that it, your vip gift has to have a p in it and it's pasta this time so oh i like that that's great oh okay i like that i want to support that somehow so we'll somehow work some sports stuff into that too. Oh, okay if not for this show maybe for the november 28th show yeah i, I think at the the next one that we're going to do um i i all these years of going to Harbor Freight, and you know how you always get the free gift when you go to Harbor Freight? Oh, yeah, like the little light bulb or the, yeah. The the meter. I, I used to, I've got probably 340 electronic meters. So oh, I might nice. give it, it might be meter night for our next. Oh, my goodness. Uh, comedian, or, uh, comedy, comedian meters. It's got to be something. It's got to be comedians. Uh, yeah. Comedians. I don't know. But I just want to be careful because I don't want to um, have something that's um, a danger to us, like a bat night, and then have us all um, bludgeoned to death in the parking lot after the show or something, you know. Yeah, what was it uh, in Philly? They had, what was it, like flashlight night, and they all took the batteries out and were pelting the players with them. Oh, God. Yeah, the D-cells. <laughs> they had, like, the, the giveaway was free batteries, and they pulled all the D-cells out. Oh, God. And they're throwing them at the visiting players. <laughs> Yeah, I think you have to be careful of what you're going to ex um, accessorize your show with, you know. Maybe, yeah, I think or so. Or give away. I think you're right. You do got to be careful about that. <laughs> the, the one that I wanted to do one night was, um, just as a joke, I was going to do um, my version of um, Gallagher and come out with fruit, but I wanted to explode fruit with extreme pressure, you know, like with nitrogen and mm. blow it up on people's tables, you know, like tableside fruit. Right. And then instead of hitting with a sledgematic, I would just blow it up with extreme pressure in oh, or yeah. out. I like that. I like that. And we'd get them to sign a waiver, of course, before they came in. Yeah. So that could be like seats. That could be the seating. You sit on <laughs> yeah. one of those things. Yeah. And if you explode, you win, like, uh, I don't know, tickets to the next show or yeah, something. We, we could put the prizes inside them and then yeah. We, yeah, you could get a paper that would tell you what you won. Do you, do you remember, <laughs> speaking of that, do you remember the Pepsi cans where they you'd pull it and, it pop, and a prize might pop up? <laughs> yeah. And like people were getting hit in the eye with yeah. something shooting out of their Pepsi can. <laughs> and all I remember is that what about if you were really thirsty and it was just like, oh, shit, I got a windbreaker, you know? I mean, I mean right? you're in the middle of the desert and dying of a thirst and you got a windbreaker, you know? I mean, that's so great. You know what's funny is my ex-wife, uh, my first ex-wife, it's a long time ago. She happened to be walking by while while a guy was stocking a, a Coke, a Pepsi machine, and um, she goes, what, "What is that?" And she he goes, "Oh, this is a prize that a random prize. It had a Sacramento Kings T-shirt in it, and it had something else, and then it had a dollar and fifty cents, so you could buy another soda inside of it." Oh, okay. I still have it. I have it packaged. She brought it home for me. I have it. So I don't know where it's at, but I have it somewhere. Isn't that cool? That, that would be a neat little thing to have. I bet it's worth some cash now. Probably. Yeah, it sounds like it would be. Although I don't know how you'd pull a t-shirt out of that little tiny ass <laughs> top. The pop top, yeah. 
And then you're trying to get the money out of it, too. I mean, it's just shaking it upside down to get the coins out. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you can buy another soda. So you and Chuck are going to be hosting this, this coming Friday? Or yeah. next Friday? Next Friday, next Friday Not this yeah. Coming Friday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hosting again with Chuck. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having Chuck out again. It's been, it, last time, he, he you could tell we hadn't been around each other a while because Chuck hung for a long time. A lot of times, Chuck will kind of like hang till the show's over and take off, but he wanted to hang a little bit that night. Yeah, and, and we were talking about we're going to bring out some of the props too. I mean, do some prop comedy. Nice. In I like that. In between um, announcing our, our guest. Yeah, and you guys can take turns doing each other, doing your, not each other's material, but doing material. Yeah. Like oh, you, no, we like to share each other's material. I mean, yeah. who does it better? I mean, yeah, that's what me and Chuck were doing. It was so funny because <laughs> Chuck would jump ahead of my jokes that I couldn't tell it. So great. I loved it because he didn't know because I would put him on the spot, but he didn't realize he put me on the spot. Or maybe he did because Chuck's a genius. Yes. He There's is. no, okay, here, this is the best kept secret in the history of the Giggles franchise. Chuck Testa is a genius. He is. He's an absolute genius. So he probably did know what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> that is a best kept secret. Chuck is really bright. I know better. <laughs> Chuck is no dummy. He wants everybody to think he's a dummy, but he is no dummy. I, I remember we did a, a New Year's Eve show one time. And remember, he played all his answer machine messages yeah, that were the death threats because people yeah. were calling him because well, he was a taxidermist and they were calling him and they thought he was abusing animals. And they played it on um, American Elements. Have you watched that on the Carbon no. TV? Oh, we should watch that before you take off. We'll okay. we'll, uh, we'll wrap your uh, episode at a half hour instead of doing the full hour, okay. and then we'll go watch it. Okay. Yeah, because that was they. It was they showed us podcasting. I was so fat on there. It's amazing. So uh, check out the Carbon TV app on. Um, uh, you know, get your app store or whatever. Oh. And um, American Elements was Chuck's, the show that kind of Chuck broke into that network. And then Mounted with Chuck Testa was the other one. And that's the one that we watched together oh, okay. where we were at Giggles. And you were actually in the shot. Yeah, I was in the, in the audience, audience when, yeah. when we, we did that at Giggles. And I was. It was before the big career shift where yeah. you <laughs> threw away all of your tools and all of your everything and said, I'm, I'm going to be a comedy yeah, guy. I'm a comedy guy, yeah. Yeah, comedy slash engineer of uh, oh. all things COVID. All, all things COVID, yep. Speaking of that, okay, so uh, so apparently, um, according to uh, our governor, COVID is going to end uh, February 23rd, so, right? Okay. Good, yes. Now, is that February 23rd of 2023? Next year, it's going to end. It's okay. Gonna be, it's going to be, it'll be, it'll end. It's officially. Yeah, it'll end. So, that's, I mean, I don't know how he knows that it's going to take till February for that to happen, but congratulations. No, that's, that's nice. It will dissipate by then, I mean. Yeah, I could have swore that you said that it was going to be gone like two years ago, and I thought thought that it, it kind of seemed like it for the most part was. But and it, it coincides with the day that the Fiverr King comes out. That's the release date for the Fiverr that, King. It, it, that, I've meaning to talk to you about that possible two year delay after that. Yeah, after, two, possible two year delay uh, from from the most recent date that we've been given. So and I, and and Jim's got a rarity. He's got a poster that was saying that the release date was like October of um this year. So I mean, yeah, I think the original release date was 2001. Uh-huh. And we just we just didn't re, we, we we've had trouble reaching our goals. Yeah. yeah. Or 2021. <laughs> I know that's what I was kidding. <laughs> it was like 2020. <laughs> All right, you got about 40 seconds left. Oh, you know okay. what? We're going to keep going. We'll keep going for a little bit and then we'll uh because we we'll keep the whole hour. We'll get we'll, oh, okay. we'll make it a good solid hour. Solid hour. Yeah, the show's on for about four hours a day anyway, so yeah. might as well so make it a full well hour. Make it a bonus yeah. bonus show. It's not like we're losing steam or anything like that. But yeah, if you get a chance, go check it out. We'll we'll uh, we'll put it on. But the the American Elements is maybe like ten minutes, twelve minutes maybe. Oh, okay. And it shows like Chuck and his wife walking the dogs, and it shows Chuck, me, and Chuck are sitting there listening to the answer machines on messages. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we were podcasting. Yeah, and I I remember that podcast. I mean, um, that night that we did that one for, I think it was the Peeping Toms. Yep, Peeping Tom's podcast. That's yeah. right. It was originally me and Tom McGillan, and then somehow ended up being me and Chuck, and it was such a blast. Yeah, that was a great podcast. Yeah, that was. I got to get that one going again too. That was so fun. Um, the one that uh, I was going to talk a little bit about is what is going on with the fun size for Halloween. 
Um, yeah, it didn't. There was fun. a dr- it was a drastic reduction. It was almost like someone took the fun size and cut it in the four. You know, I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like if the fun size were to have its own snack, what size would it be? Yeah, yeah. It'd be fun size for the fun size. And then, the, and then there's like this weird thing where the candy bars that used to be like fifty cents or a dollar, they're now like two bucks. Yeah. And I don't think they're very much bigger than they used to be. No, there, there wasn't an uh, increase in... So you know what that means? That makes us the assholes that say, I remember when M&M's were 25 cents. Because I do remember when they were about 25 cents. It kind of goes with the statement, less is the new more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I got less money, more problems. More problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was... of. Uh, I'm not going to name the establishment, but I went and got a double chicken salad there, and I had to take it back up, and I was like, you sure this is double chicken? Because it doesn't look at this double. And it's like, no, that's double chicken, sir. Mm-hmm. Yep, because some places are going from six to four ounces. Yeah. They're doing everything they can to not raise their prices. And then with the employee wages going up yeah. and all, it's, it's a tough world out there, man. Yeah, I don't think you can get by. Anyone can get by for no less than twelve bucks for a lunch for one person anymore. Yeah, well, now if you work at a fast food place, it starts at fifty-five dollars an hour. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And, and then I think you get a vehicle too. You get your own vehicle, the delivery <laughs> vehicle. You get to take home, and they pay for fuel. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of working on my side hustle. That's kind of like a um, Uber Eats. is called the Lunch Bitch. Oh, I like that. Nice. You just hit open the app and you say, I'm hungry? Yeah, and then you just look up at um, lunchbitch.com and I, I come and bring you lunch. You and know, I pay for it, too. You know what would be great? It would be like a, uh, like a lunch roulette where you just, hey, I'm hungry. Who's the first person that could get to me? If you get there with uh, something to eat, you get the 20 bucks. But it's got to be legit. It's got to yeah. be like you got it after that was ordered. It's got to be on. So you got to be like, all right, I'm going to get you... Two burritos, depending on where you're at, you get the. Never mind. There's got to be some way to do something like that. It could be a game show too. Yeah, I, I also think it, adding competition to something that involves driving is probably illegal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my I guess. Think, yeah. I, I think Domino's <laughs> ran into that. I mean, 20 minutes or less, many years ago. I mean. Yeah. Right. God, that was so great. 30 minutes or less. Oh, was it 30 minutes or less? It might have been 20 minutes or less at one point, but I remember 30 because it was 30 minutes or it's free. And um, when I grew up. I grew up in a bad neighborhood, and they wouldn't deliver pizza to our house. They wouldn't. We could. We nobody. There was no pizza place that would deliver to my house. Would they just drive down the street and just throw it out? No, no, no. Nobody wanted to drive down that street. <laughs> but yeah, no. We would call and we'd try to get a pizza, and they're like, no, 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 you got the wrong store. Like, oh, get, you're literally around the corner. Like, you're literally two blocks away. No, 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 no. You need to call Citrus Heights. Yeah, like, that's forty-five <laughs> minutes away. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, but that's 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 your designated store. Sorry. Yeah, but they did that every single time. And it didn't matter which, like, we would call. There wasn't a lot of franchises back then, but the ones that were there, nobody was going down Tess Avenue. <laughs> no, no. It was like, no. no, no. Not going to do it. As gangsta as that name sounds, <laughs> Tessa Avenue. <laughs> they wasn't going there, man. <laughs> and then they used to have those boundaries. Like, if you're on the border of such and such um, street, um, yeah, you go to this other store here. I mean, we can't have you, or you have to call this other establishment to. Have oh right, yeah. <laughs> Everybody had their own grid. There was like a pizza grid. I do like, you know, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Little Caesars Pizza, but I do like the go and unlock and grab your pizza without having to talk to anybody. I do like that. Have you ever done that? No, I haven't done that. Yeah, so you order a pizza, you order your food, and Domino's does this too. You, not every Domino's, the one right here does. You order your food and they send you, they text you a code when it's ready so that you go and you, and you put in a code and then one of the doors opens and that's your stuff. It's great. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very robotic. And I don't think it costs anybody a job because somebody's got to put it in there. And, and you just go to the business and walk in and you just punch in your code? Or? Yeah, you don't have to see oh, a human. Okay. You just, because okay. you are, because you pay for it ahead of time. Oh, okay. 
So you go, and it's got to be convenient for these Uber Eats and people. They don't want to stand in line to grab somebody else's food. And, yeah. you know, they would rather go and grab it like that. So I'm sure that those are um, easy fares, the Domino's stuff. Well, like, Domino's has their own delivery. It's kind of like how the postal service does it. I mean, it's kind of like they just put it in your mailbox and you come out and open it with your key. And Yeah. When did this start happening where the postal service has like 98 boxes on one, like in, even residential where they'll have a whole bunch of boxes on one post? Like, man... You could go to every house. Yeah. They do that in nice neighborhoods a lot. Yeah. Like they, the, the newer developments. They're like, you know, I don't. we don't really want to spend the money to put a mailbox at each one of these houses. We're just going to put, a, you know, 80 of them on one block. Yeah. It's so insane. And I don't think they can get that um, right. I mean, even if you have multiple numbers on the boxes, I mean, it's just like, oh, this guy's going to get everybody's shit this week and that's it. My mailbox at, at this apartment, my mailbox, or at the apartment that I live at back at home, uh, my apart, my mailbox is like two buildings away. It's not even in my building. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I got to go take a walk every day if I want to get all my eBay crap. It's a journey to get your, your eBay crap. Yeah. You know what's funny is I'm really high when I buy my eBay stuff, and I'm really high when I go check the mail. So it's, it's like Christmas every day when I get to the mailbox. <laughs> And you know what was so funny that when COVID originally started, um, I did the same thing. I bought something every day online just because it was an added treat when you came home from work that you could, I mean, uh, or you looked forward to something, you know? I mean, it was it's like, that boost like of, Christmas. what's the, is it serotonin? What's the, what's the hormone? It's the, um, Orchid explained it to me over the weekend. There's serotonin, there's it might be serotonin, panatonin yeah. and pentatonics and... Because because I, I, I found out that it was the same thing for me when I became a compulsive radio contester and winning everything. Oh yeah, having to win everything was better than having to drink everything at the table. You know, I mean, when you oh, yeah. went out to a bar, it was the same compulsion. You know, that's the one thing that I, I don't know if we can avoid as humans is that you you have to if you're gonna if you're gonna lose it one compulsion, you almost always pick up another one. A lot of times the new one's healthier because you made the decision to move on from a compulsion. So you might have somebody that goes from drinking really heavy to working out or drinking really heavy to winning prizes on the radio. On the radio, yeah. You know, but the, I think that that's, there's always that thing. There's always, you know, I once I started, once I discovered weed, I didn't want to drink anymore. And I used to drink, I don't know if you were, we were friends very much when I drank, but I, not, I, was, I wasn't a heavy drinker. No. Or I wasn't an angry drunk or anything like that, but I drank beer. Like it was water. I drank beer all the time. And with me, mine was um, vodka because I had a signature drink um, that was called the holy water. And it was holy shit ain't water because people would look at an eight ounce glass <laughs> and they were like, that's an eight ounce glass and it's got no ice in it. Is that just water? And I'm like, no, that's eight ounces of vodka. And we're like, it's a holy water. <laughs> And once you take a drink of it, holy shit, that ain't water. I can't believe that's not water. <laughs> that's so awesome. And, and it was funny because I got to the point where I had to find certain, I would, I mean, I would stick with certain brands of vodka. I wouldn't go cheap. I always would go for the most expensive because the, the rebound rate was better the next day. I didn't have a hangover and I could function, you know, better, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. But... I do. I I don't mind doing the SoCo thing every once in a great while during the pandemic when we were doing those. Oh TV yeah, when we were doing the pod. Or well, they, but that was more because I have like a I have to have something, either water or something, and it was more fun to be. Everybody else was drinking, so I just yeah, it was, was kind of like a drinking game, and it was a a, a show. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the show, we all took a shot and. Speaking of which, shout out to Hunter Hill, who's going to be doing the weather. Hold on a second. I'm going to, I'm going to actually text him. Um, if you have a story that you could share, now would be a good time, because I'm going to try to see if Hunter wants to call in and promote our upcoming weather, because that is something that's absolutely incredible. Okay. Um, I guess the, the sharing of stories, probably my best story... Well, I'll, I'll go with a different one this time. And it was a compulsive radio story, and... Um, it was a station which I won't name, but they gave away um, $100 within the show five times a day. And um, my goal was for that day was to win the $100 all five times, you know. And of, co of course, I had what was a secret device called the Doppelganger 4001. Yeah, and that was actually now outlawed in... Is it 18 countries? Yeah. And what it was was an auto dialer 
connected to three guitar foot switch pedals, and I could dial up to 16 phone lines at the same time. So I could actually, I, I call it, um, it was kind of like the um, contesting cock block. You know, you could, you could, yeah. you ran cover because everybody would change it from eight to 16, color 16, color eight. This week it's going to be color nine. And all I had to do was dial in what color I wanted to be. And then all these other ones were defensive calls that blocked for me. Yeah. And then I would come in there and win the prize, you know. There was also a major motion picture that was going to be about that at one point. But yeah. Disney blocked it because they were afraid of whatever might happen. Yeah. With their, somehow it's it could slow down the teacups. or something. I don't remember what it was. But yeah, it was, it, was some, it was something like that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Teacups. And, and it was funny because they had strict rules that the same person couldn't win the hundred dollars so um at one point i was using names of friends that could go in and collect Mm -hmm. and they would just have to show an id and for some reason um i couldn't remember the last name of one of um the people that i used for a name and his name was dan and i changed his last name to demand you know dan demand you know i mean oh yeah and I mean, I think that's still legendary at this radio station because I don't think there is a Dan Demand, but everybody goes by that. I mean, and they remember him winning the contest. And oh, man, Dan Demand was such a cool cat. And he he actually did um, get a check in his name for a hundred dollars <laughs> from the radio station. And, and that it needs was to like, be on a wall somewhere. And I was just like, man, I'm never going to be able to cash this one, you know? I mean, unless I find somebody whose name is Dan Demand and then split the money with him, you know? My the radio contest that I can recall winning, I won Eminem CD when his that really really his best one the whatever I can't remember what it was called it was the one that Slim Shady and all that was on, so I won that. Um, I won um, I won on Don and Mike. I was caller or whatever and won uh, Gorditas for a year. Oh, nice! It also the best part is it came with a because it was a Taco Bell promotion. It came with a, a talking Chihuahua. <laughs> Which, oh, uh, if you know, the talking chihuahua yes. is one of my closest friends, Carlos Alas Car- Rocky. Rocky yeah. So I have a toy with Carlos's voice on it saying, Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> and then um, and it ha- had other stuff. I don't remember the other stuff, but there was other stuff in it, too. And that put me in a bigger contest on whether or not uh, the winner of the bigger contest. So it makes you like a, a qualifier. Uh, the bigger contest was they would pay your rent for a month, and I ended up winning that one too. You had to be home to win, and I was getting ready to leave for 49ers training camp to go watch them practice, and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to hang out just in case they call me, just in case. And I had a buddy that stopped by because he wanted to go with me, and we were like, okay, let's just uh, let's just wait until this next hour because they did it every hour. We'll wait till this next hour, and then as soon as they as soon as they announce whoever the winner is, we'll get out of here. And then my phone rings. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Don and Mike too, and it, it was a great oh, nice. show. Don and Mike was a great show too, and so uh, yeah, so that was, that was, was kind of a cool, and that was one of my better ones. I won some really cool prizes from radio stations, but not on the radio. We did; uh, they had a mascot contest in two thousand or nineteen ninety six, a Sacramento Kings mascot contest, and the winner got two seats for uh, for a, a playoff game, second oh, row, nice. an NBA playoff game. Uh, Sacramento Kings gets the Seattle Sonics. And so I told my brother, I go, dude, we will dress me because I'm so big. I said, we're going to dress me up in a hula skirt. We're going to put paint all over me. We're going to give me like magic, I mean, like a, a inflatable scepters. We're going to put on an inflatable. And we dressed me up. And uh, they, they, uh, they, when I entered, my name was the King of Kings. And the, the, the walk, the, the, what do you call it? The runway was actually a boxing ring. Oh, okay. So I went in and danced around. And uh, just did like this crazy dance where I made sure that my cape was well seen and moving until I was flowing. And then ended up, I ended up winning the freaking contest. <laughs> and me and my brother there in the second row, right? We show up and they told me, they go, they go, well, you, do, you don't have to do this, but would you do us a favor? They said, either wear our t-shirt or dress like that for the game. And I was like, I'll dress like this for the game. I'm a huge <laughs> basketball fan. I'll do it. And I'm not normally that guy, but for one day I could do it, right? So we did it. We're in the second row. A guy comes up and he starts taking pictures of me from the court. And he goes, hey, what's your name? And I go, oh, Tom McClain. And he goes, can you write it down for me? And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, write it down. What, what's your name? What's your brother's name? So we wrote him down. 
we had a full play full page picture of us in the oh, Sacramento okay. Kings magazine <laughs> with a quote from the with a quote from the head coach of the Sacramento Kings saying the fans will be crazy. <laughs> And I got for my brother's one year for my brother's birthday. I got the whole team to sign it and oh, gave it nice. to him for his birthday. Nice. Yeah. Then I got all of them to sign it for me too. But yeah, isn't that great? That, that's crazy. It's like goes keep stepping in these weird directions, and then and like it's, a, it's like a great story. It was all about taking that step and taking that risk. Okay, we'll go. I'm gonna be a complete crazy person. Paid off. I'm gonna be a complete crazy person again. Paid off. That's one of the coolest things still to this day. When I show people that, they're like, whoa. Like that and the billboard with Aldo Benny. Like those are the things that people are like, whoa. That's that's like other level stuff. Yeah, that's just insane. I mean, for, for contesting and getting stuff like that. I mean, those perks, you know I mean? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. For me, I think one of the things I won was an ATV from Articat, and it was um, a quad. And I won that. And it was part of a Bass Pros um, promotion thing. And the thing was, I went down to Bass Pros to get it, and they took all the pictures of me riding it and sitting on it and everything at Bass Pro shops. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, you're, you're going to take this, aren't you? And I go, no, I, I don't want it. I go, can you just pay me out on it? And they said, well, the only way we can pay you out is we can give you Bass Pro gift cards. Right. So they broke out this briefcase of $100 gift cards, you know? So I was going to have to take like $5,500 in Bass Pro gift cards as a buyout instead of getting the prize, you know? Right, and I right, finally, right. I went back and I kind of did it all the math in my head. I go, even worst case scenario, I could probably sell this thing for six grand and just keep the money versus having to, I mean, you would never be able to get away, give away 5,000 gift cards or find right. someone on eBay who would buy them hundred dollars <laughs> a pop. You know what I mean? <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. Hey, we, uh, we had a little bit of, so just for anybody who's just tuning in on the giggles live radio network, uh, me and Mike are high above Oxnard on the, uh, fully erect tower. Yes. Uh, we tried to get on the roof. Security ran us down. So we're still hanging up here. Um, and it, we had a little bit of rain and we were totally thrown off by that. And, it puts to mind the fact that we know quite possibly America, I, I would say America's weatherman. America's weatherman. Hunter Hill, are you with us yet? Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Sorry, you're not connected to the board, and that is entirely my fault. Oh. All right. Hold on. Here we go. It's an honor to be on. You are It's here. an honor to be oh, on, gentlemen. Okay. Thank oh. you so much for having me on. You know, uh, it's been a little bit. Dude, I, uh, we're so glad to have you. I was going to have a stick on CNN, and then... Uh, I don't, something went wrong, it didn't work out, you know, and then Fox News is trying to get me, and then, uh, you know, I don't know. All the great ones, all the great ones stay wanted for a long time. That's kind of how it works, yeah. where you're just, like, wanted. You're, like, you're not, you're not necessarily on TV. You're just really wanted and desired by the network. And it's a renaissance no. on weather no. right now, a renaissance going on. Oh, yeah, there is a weather, res- you're, you're correct, there is, uh. Where where are you guys located right now? Right now we're high above the uh, the Oxnard. We're in uh, the tower. Um, you you don't live here, but it's the there's two towers. There's like a little stubby one that like represents most men, but this one's like the fully tall erect one that represents like the giggles type of dudes. So we're, oh okay yeah, and we're on the uh, Mike Mike's the window washer. They, the security gets mad because they don't really like us coming up here if he's not washing windows, but we do like to podcast up here just. Just, just for the evening, yeah. just for fun. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good area to be, no doubt. You guys got a full view of the area over there. Yeah, in, uh, in Oxnard. And one of the things that we do here for fun is we'll we'll sit back, have a cup of tea, and we'll take the tea bag, and we'll we'll actually tea bag vehicles. We'll drop it and try to set oh. off the car alarms. It's called the tea bagging. Well, instead of telling them, why don't you? I like sh- that. Why don't you uh, show them? I mean, you have you have a tea bag. You okay. have tea in your hand. Can you, set, you just set the tea bag. It's by yeah, your foot. Yeah, can you do oh, one? Your foot. Yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll drop one right now for you. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. All right, it's going to drop it, eighteen. It takes a little while for a tea bag to fall eighteen floors, so it's uh, and a hit. Gray BMW. There you oh, go. Oh, I got it. Good job. <laughs> Nailed it. Is it first time? Yes. What kind of tea is it? Lipton or? No, this is oh, actually dang. this is an Earl Grey, and this is actually um, oh, okay. it's a it's a royalty. So that was like a royalty bagging. Yeah. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> 
That is the you know if you're gonna get teabagged, royal teabagging is the best you could get. Yeah, I in mean, my opinion, I mean, I'd prefer that on my car than any other teabag. Well, I went with for the, sure. I went with the chai tea, and unfortunately, the chai tea gives me the runs. But the fortunate part is we're yeah. up here, and it's not like we have plenty. Like there's plenty of area to poop off of if I need to. You know what I mean? Like if there's an emergency, it's fine. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm sure that it's yeah. completely sanitary by the time it falls 18 floors. Yeah, and this was actually, it was a prince that turned into a king kind of with you right now. So That's it, right, yeah. I didn't realize that until I looked at the... So we have a huge announcement. Uh, um, at least I, I think Hunter Hill has a huge announcement uh, regarding... Uh, I, wait, I do? I do. I have a huge announcement. Let's I go, guess I do. Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. Should we do it? Do yeah. it. Are we ready to do this? Yeah. We are. All right, I'm having a baby. I think. Oh, uh, wait, what are we doing? That was the one I was going for. That is a huge announcement. <laughs> he was, I mean, he's All right. he's been implanted, he, so he's hoping that it takes. That's what it is. Yeah. No, he's yeah, talking yeah. about the I'm hoping that it takes. He's talking about the weather coming back. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many big announcements, you know? Um, yeah, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, the weather's going to start up in about a week. Hunter's like, the words are gone. Forecast, I'm like, no, not that one. Uh, I didn't know which, which one we were going to do. That was awesome. Tom man. and I are having a baby, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, science finally got to where we thought We get to that level. And, uh, you know, it finally, we've been waiting. I mean, we, we dreamed about it for years, but now the science has finally got to where That's so great. one of us can... One of us can have it. The, the and, technology uh, has caught up with the the momentum of it. That's it. <laughs> so finally, hopefully, Tom and I can have our son. That's going to carry on our uh, <laughs> the dynasty. <laughs> uh, yeah, the comedic dynasty. Carry on the weather. Carry on comedy. And whatever. Oh my. Oh no. Yeah. So the YouTube weather. I'm uh, planning on bringing it back. And we're pr- pretty much covering uh, weather, traffic, sports for the entire planet, right? Yeah, everywhere. It's, I mean, this is, we're it's going to be like uh, just a news network. Yeah, and everybody's going to be like, you get all of your information just like that. It's, it's yeah, like, it's going to yeah. be like the. It's almost like you watch the Hunter Hill weather and like the weather downloads. Like you just know. It's very bizarre. You want to know how to vote? Yeah. With us. Oh, okay. You don't want to be uh, you. You're not sure about how to talk about somebody in the workplace. You come to us. Yeah. You ask us, and we tell you. You want to look at you a cute wanna, dragon in the morning. It's, it's kind of like yeah. You want a bearded dragon. You need a weather bearded dragon. Yeah. Dude. Ain't no weather person has a bearded dragon. I do. The Earth needed that. I'm the only person. I have a weather Rufus. Rufus the weather dog still alive. Thank oh yeah. Shout out Bless Rufus. Bless his heart. He's back. Wow. He's ready to go. He's been ready to go since uh, since we took the hiatus. Yeah. And uh, Rufus but, is a workaholic yeah. so, by, uh, by a lot of extremes. And did you get some of your old sponsors back too for this? Uh, well, you know, a lot of the contracts. Um, it will. The contract I had to sign when we left. Um, it's finally coming up, so I have the rights to all my own stuff, and uh, I think um, a Jamba Soup. Oh, or, uh, yeah. Well, a lot of those places Jamba burned Soup down. A lot of the sponsors be, burned well, down. Well, yeah. 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 And under strange, unexplained things. But um, these food Jamba trucks, these said food trucks. Willing to come back. Do, do you think that they're going to um, do you? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, completely forgot what I, said. I was trying to ask Mike to hold on for a oh. second. And then I totally forgot what I was going to say. Because <laughs> I did see some Jamba Soup food trucks around here in the food court. I just was wondering if they came back. As We're a... trying to get that back up. Okay. That was a. Uh, That'd be great. That was a slight. That was a restaurant experience that I was trying to get going. And so, it got going for a little while, but then we had some some issues with uh with them burning down but um yeah i think we can get back jamba soup um and i heard it was going to be soft serve soup you had like a soft oh, serve soft serve, serve yeah breakfast soup yeah breakfast soup. we have breakfast lots of breakfast soups like uh oatmeal split pea oh, is a huge one yeah corn uh cornflake grab crab bisque that Ooh. is uh Phenomenal. Mm, that sounds and, good. Uh, <laughs> rice crispy <laughs> chipino oh, is, is a big hit. 
a lot of people <laughs> i mean they're inti- some of the names are intimidating but once you try them like you're not going back you're gonna be breakfast soup person yeah for that, the rest of the yeah. i like the mashed chicken chowder <laughs> And I love the idea that you're using gluten-free cones for all of this um, soft serve. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of people don't use cones for soup, and we were one of the first companies to do it, which is, uh, I think, a lot of the, which was probably the rough start that we had. But um, I think it's going to catch on. I think just enough people got to figure out how to eat soup out of a cone, and then we're going to be, it's going to take off. So. We're still taking, um, if people want to get in on the ground level and uh, donate money to get this thing off the ground, uh, greatly appreciated. And I think uh, well, money your money's well spent with us, for That's sure. Great investment opportunity, yeah. right? Get the ground floor yeah. right now. Soup in a cone. Now, speaking, I mean, of, speaking, of soup, speaking of soup and speaking of weather, is, is the entire crew from the, uh, from the weather coming back? Do we know, have, have we booked all the staff? Do we know what's going on with that? I know we've had some additions, uh, a number of additions. We had some additions. I haven't got confirmations from some of the guys. Like, um, skip the soup. Um, we lost touch. Well, I did a little bit of time. And I know he did some time. Um, <laughs> he was in Pelican so, Bay, wasn't he? So, I mean, we just, I, I think, well, I think uh, in two weeks, we're allowed to contact each other by phone again, uh, oh, nice. legally. Wow. Not that we haven't been, te- I mean, well, I can't say this. Are we live right now? Yeah. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah this I is... haven't been, no, no contact was skipped the soup yet, but in two weeks, I should be able to contact him. So Nice. I'm hoping. What a I'm hoping that he'll be in. Um, possibly, uh, maybe we can get our sports guy back, uh, BA Hunter. Um, but honestly, like uh, I don't, I don't know where a lot of the other guys are. They're, they're. I don't know where they are. I well, wish I did. Well, we have so many. Uh, we have so many people that want to contribute to the weather that we're we're going to be fine. We hope that <clears> those guys return. But I think once the weather starts getting out, it's going to be hard for them to get a hold of you. Yeah, I'm I'm already getting requests to do like uh, Ireland weather from people, and like I mean, people just need weather. Yeah. You know? And if we can provide it, that's what we want to do. Yeah. And if we're the people that you go to to be comfortable with your forecast i think people are tired of apps the apps are just impersonal and uh they just show like uh emojis nobody wants emojis they want like a real person that cares cares about you cares about the sky i think back to the uh, i think back to the tattoo you got in college on your chest that says weather for the people and i think that really to this day you still stand by that i do I do. I've, I mean, I've always stood by that. And that's just who I am and as a person. Like, even when I wasn't allowed to do the weather for the last uh, three years, um, I've been doing the weather secretly just to people I come up to on the streets, you know? Oh, nice. And, I like that. And I'm still making a difference just on a personal level, but I'd like to get the word out there a little bit more. Well, we look forward to the weather, and we're wrapping up into our last couple of seconds here. You might want to listen in because this is quite possibly the best theme song to any podcast in the history of mankind. Oh. Oh, Stay on the line, Hunter Hill. You can join in on the sing-along. Are there words? Living on the ledge. Listening to Sister Sledge. Wait, nude folks over the hedge. An allegiance could be a pledge. Wait, that paper bag contains liquid pledge. Let's hop. Is that Kathy Bates with the sledge? 
Yes, you're listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network. That was Living on the Ledge with DMV Mike. Be sure to tune in every day at, what time is your show on? Uh, I think we're 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock on the Giggles Live Radio Network. Special thanks to our guest tonight, Hunter Hill, on behalf of Hunter Hill. Hey, I love you guys. Thank you guys so much. On behalf of Hunter Hill and my buddy DMV Mike, thank you for listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network and Living on the Ledge.